afternoon, good night, good day. This is Unleashed Unapologetically. And in here this evening, I have Trish, who is the Feel Good Gut Coach. We need to know about that. So before we get, let me introduce you to who she is. Of course, before, you know, I'm the dead, I'm your host, yes. And also, I'm the host of Unleashed Unapologetically, your confidence coach. And this evening, we have the Feel Good Gut Coach. She is a holistic health specialist and she is also a stress expert and intuitive eating advocate she became her certificate coach to help herself after years of struggling with bs and ibs oh my gosh it <laughs> well, is do, we do have a lot of bs okay <laughs> but um it's ibs for those of you who are listening to me and of course she is she wanted to work on herself she with struggling from that and from that she also thought of hey what is the right and the best way to help others is through the lessons that she has learned as well so her lessons that she has learned has helped her to now work with people like you work with people like you into knowing how to work on your nutrition and also to manage your stress and of course, if you are working on changing your lifestyle, she comes in and she helps you on that. So yes, she's the feel good gut coach. And you know how our gut do well does talk to us. We always say that we have three parts of our brain. We have the brain up there, the brain in our chest and the brain in our gut. And we have to listen to that. So she will have that conversation with us this evening to help us really understand why it is essential and how she can help you if you find yourself struggling with really listening to your gut because your gut is where your intuitive or your intuition is sitting yeah. so she's there and welcome trish gee i i'm a talker <laughs> <laughs> i love it because guess what i am a talker too so i just love it i love the the stream of thought i can do that exactly and i love what you were saying like i appreciate you having me here because i'm so passionate about this because i went through it i'm sure i'll share a little bit about my journey i love the nutrition side but i also love about talking um, about the gut as one of our, our second brains, as that mm -hmm. intuitive center as well. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge part of what I do. So I love that you put that in there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Because, you know, coaches like us, we do, the first thing we go into, it's to the mindset, really understanding the whole aspect of it. And then how it gets into, you know, understanding our listening, our inner voices and inner mindset as well. So girl, Come in, you're home. We, let's have some water or coffee or tea as we're having our conversation. But I really want to know what got you into starting in yeah. this journey. Yeah, so I studied psychology and public health in college. I studied exercise science uh, for some time, but didn't finish that degree. I really enjoyed health and always had a passion for both physical and mental health. Mm -hmm. So I went directly after college into the nonprofit field. I actually worked in the substance use prevention field, really talking about the brain, social emotional learning, things like stress. And I really loved it. I had a passion for it. But around this exact time in my early 20s, I was developing health issues myself. I was like mm -hmm. the healthiest kid and teen growing up, truthfully, no health issues. And all of a sudden I was having digestive concerns. Like I always had an upset stomach and I was bloated. I was losing weight, but my pant size was actually increasing because I was so bloated all the time. And I was working in a restaurant during my college years and I would wake up feeling kind of like I got hit by a bus, just 
so worn down, so low energy. My joints were achy and sore, but I'd go to doctors and they're like, you're really fit. There's nothing really in your blood work here. You seem quite healthy. And they kind of gave me this vague diagnosis of IBS. And that's kind of BS <laughs> because <laughs> that stands for irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah, but it's just yeah. that it's a syndrome. It's kind of saying, hey, guess what? Your bowels are irritable. <laughs> you have gut issues, mm. but there's usually something underneath the surface or there's a path. There are many causal factors and you really have to go Go back to that in order to manage it right and mm -hmm, to get to a healthier mm -hmm. place so i just started researching on my own how to manage gut health i realized skin rashes and things that were popping up some anxieties that i were ha was having like mental health and other areas of my health were also linked to the gut so i just mm -hmm. started to study the gut and then i found a health coaching program online I didn't even know what coaching really was, but I'm like, I like that this is holistic. It seems very person-centered. I just was loving the vibe and I joined to help myself. I like, I'm like, I'm gonna be my first client. And because I have a passion for health, if I could use this in the future, fantastic. If not, I just wanna do this for myself. And then of course, as I started to heal and feel better, my passion grew and I'm like, okay, I gotta share this with other people. And that's how I decided to become a coach thereafter. I love that. Oh, thank you for sharing that with us. Cause not everybody knows really what it is. And you know, yeah. sometimes, and like we said, it. it when we come to a place where we are being told um this doesn't work this doesn't work this is what you need to do after a while it becomes that bs right <laughs> it yeah. becomes you know that pressure that is added on ourselves you know and oftentimes the best way to heal ourselves is by going in the holistic way which you have done you know and so into the studying of the gut what are the, the, what was the starter point for you to say, okay, the gut is exactly where my mind needs to be. And I'm going to just stay there just so I could mm -hmm. learn in and out of it to help other people. Yes. So I think the first thing for me was really looking more closely at nutrition. I kind of always thought I ate pretty healthy. I wasn't really like a soda drinker. I didn't really have tons of junk food, but I always had a sweet tooth and I ate pretty healthy. But when I really started to refine that and realized I could upgrade my nutrition and I had food sensitivities, like I was lactose intolerant and gluten intolerant. And I realized that some of the digestive concerns took a while to heal, but I immediately saw my skin clearing up. Like I wasn't breaking out anymore. I wasn't having these rashes. I immediately started to notice my sleep was better. My mental health was better. I wasn't as like living in a fog. It was almost like this fog was lifted and it's like, wow, this is what it's supposed to feel like as a young person in my twenties who's healthy, right? Like I'm supposed to be more energized. So I really saw the power of food and nutrition you know, as medicine. And I knew the gut was at the center of that. It absorbs our nutrients. It's just kind of that highway to all these other areas of our health. Um, so I knew I wanted to focus there. Um, so that was kind of the starting point for me. And then when I realized how gut health affects mental health as well, I was really hooked because I've always had a passion for mental health. And that's when I started to dive even deeper into learning about the gut. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you. And we know that, you know, whenever we talk about the gut is that intuitive part of ourselves, a place where we think the, yeah. well, yes, we use our brain. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, wrong people. Yes, we do use our brain, our head, you know, the part where we do have our thoughts gather, but what we are talking about is that place where, you know, we always say the butterfly, you know, when we feel yeah. that feeling it's a place where you know, when it's, it hits and there's that 
hot and cold sensation mm-hmm. that is brought in. So help us really kind of dive in deeper into understanding how the gut associated itself with everything else in our bodies. Yeah. So I guess this first first way to explain this is that the gut and the brain are directly connected. We actually have our central nervous system, which is our brain and spinal cord, and then has nerves out into our appendages. But then we have the enteric nervous system, which is in our gut lining, our gastrointestinal tract. And there's as many nerves there as the spinal cord. So we have a lot of nerve activity. And one nerve called the vagus nerve directly connects our brain down to our gut. And it's bi-directional. So that's why if like your subconscious brain knows something isn't really right, it'll send that drop in that stomach, that butterflies feeling, right? Where sometimes you'll just get that good inkling, like, I think I need to do this thing, right? And it's this, this pathway via the vagus nerve. But this also goes upstream and actually more nerves run upstream from the gut to the brain. So that's why sometimes our gut can give us that signal before our conscious brain, our thoughts, this prefrontal cortex that kind of rationalizes things Mm. and problem solves, will understand what's up, right? Like our gut, our body will actually know before we can think about it, right? Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of that intuitive feeling. And that really happens because of this connection um, and just how intelligent our gut is. So that's part of like structurally what's happening here but the other part that's so fascinating that i love is just how many neurochemicals um, hormones and neurotransmitters are made in the gut it's about 95 mm. percent of our serotonin which is our stabilizer for our mood our sleep right. our appetizer or our appetite is made in our gut so a lot of mental health disorders depression anxiety have roots in gut health disorders Mm. because the bacteria is um kind of you know in dysbiosis it's not regulated there's more unhealthy bacteria taking over so that's kind of how we start to see these spirals into other areas of our health not just Mm. our mental health but we'll see it with all of a sudden now we're not able to manage our weight anymore or Mm -hmm. we're getting skin concerns or joint pain or we're just getting sick all the time because most of our immune systems in our gut so that's just some of the ways structurally and chemically that our gut is so important at the core of our health really yes oh my goodness gee i need to sit like lounging myself to listen more (laughs) (laughs) this is so inspiring and you to you and hearing that the gut is doing such an amazing work because not only the message is coming from upward you know that you know to go from up to the gut but it also goes reverse where the message is and it's so true because there are things that happen to us before our brain or gets that reaction we already feeling it in our whole entire body our sensation and then the gut is like you know that's the place where if you believe in anything the gut is telling you then you know you're on the right track kind of yeah. attitude <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely and i think um another just interesting little fact is that um, that vagus nerve controls other parts of our, our body, like our heart and our lung function. It's really pivotal. But mm-hmm. the only 
part of our body that doesn't need signals from the brain to work as the gut. So our brain still has mm. to tell our heart to beat and for mm. us to breathe. It's subconscious, we don't see it. But gut and digestion is actually completely separate from the brain. Like it just happens. Like it's this amazing system. But that's why like if you have gut issues, if you have poor digestive health, you can see how it can spiral out because it's, mm. it's not something that we can just control so much, right? We have to learn how to heal it and to manage it with, you know, many different mm. different ways. Mm-hmm. This conversation is getting better every day. <laughs> <laughs> Within the hour, I'm loving it. And, you know, it's just that for those who are listening, they probably have gone through um, different situations in their lives where, you know, they came across an event and at times their gut feelings, you know, are telling them, okay, yes, you should go, but yet they are on a stage fright and not know what to do. Yeah. What do you tell them? Mm, You know what I say? (laughs) I, I say, you know, in order to listen to our gut, like it doesn't have that conscious part of our brain to rationalize it. So we might not understand why, right? And our brain, we have different parts of our brain, our, our brain stem and our, our intuitive center of our brain really is this emotional center near our memories. It's kind of in the core, in the center of our brain and the outside wrinkled part of our brain, our cortex is the rational part of our brain um, that tries to come up with reasons to do things or reasons not to do things. That brainstem, that part of our brain is always going to be kind of living in fear, just wants mm-hmm. to keep us safe. So when we get this feeling from our gut, it might immediately be scary. Whether or not we know it's a good thing to take this action or not, that brain is going to load up on feelings of fear because it's around that emotional center. So you're going to feel that really intensely. And then the logical part of your brain is going to have a hard time rationalizing it and coming up with a reason to do something or not, because we can be kind of crippled by that emotional fear, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I think this whole process of deepening your intuition is first learning to feel it and recognize it in your gut, then really manage your emotions, face those fears, sit with it for a while, and then you can go through that conscious process um, in order to make the right decision. It doesn't necessarily, sometimes we have these impulsive decisions. Like I, my gut says to just <laughs> jump in the water right now. That would be fun, right? <laughs> but that's just not how life works. So we need to practice that rationalization as well. And I think if you can learn to feel that sensation, that intuition, feel those feelings, then you can, through the practice of journaling, working with a coach, counselor even, you can then figure out the right choice for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love how you're saying, you know, like trying, to, it's like trying to identify the, the, what's the signal, understanding the signal. Yes, exactly. Like your, your body will give you the signal. The gut will give you a signal and you might not understand it right away. And that's exactly the process that you need to go down. But mm-hmm. I think the lesson here is that's kind of all personal development and self-reflection is, is taking the time to listen. Like kind of having patience and recognizing it might not happen overnight. You might not right away be able to figure out what that signal means. But I do think it's a practice that then you can um, really get good at. Like it's a skill like any other. And one of the things that I do like to do is automatic writing. So instead of journaling what your conscious brain is thinking, like almost just let the pen to paper flow. And that sometimes allows the subconscious brain um, to just be activated, especially if you're feeling into those feelings. Like I have this feeling in my gut. 
I do think deep breathing is fantastic, especially when we can send the breath down to the belly. It activates that parasympathetic response, which is when we rest, we digest, we heal, our digestion's optimized, and you can kind of get all these neural pathways working really efficiently if you do some of these practices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wonderful. I am enjoying this conversation more and more because, you know, there's something, you know, as you were talking and you were helping us really understand the process that is between um, listening to our gut feelings and, you know, really give ourselves that, um, I guess, a, a, a time to, to assess what's happening when we feel that sensation. So to understand the signal, I could say that, you know, a lot of time, because I, I'm going to say it because I used to be there years and years ago, you know, where I come to a place to, I, the gut is really telling me I should do it, but yet I'm letting the heart and the, the the brain guiding it more into saying, are you sure? And we go through that. And that's what pretty much we call the imposter syndrome, right? So it comes in to that. So when you work with your tribe, when you work with your, I'm assuming you are, you work more with the women that you, or do you work with both men? I work with both men and women, but a lot of times it's women. With women. So the, the, when you work with them and you know that, you know, it's critical when it comes for women, <laughs> you and I, yeah. we both know that because we let ourselves seek for validations from other people, you know, um, the lack of confidence. We let ourselves be guided by, you know, the fact that we, we were brought up a certain way. So the yeah. traumas that we had in our lives carried on. And a lot of times when that all comes in together, it separates us from really understand that our guts are, you know, when it's talking, when our gut is talking to ourselves, then we need to listen to it. Instead, yeah. we run away from listening to our gut. So what are the, the strategies that you really encourage people who are facing imposter syndrome? Mm, I love that. And I'll say that a coach and mentor that I worked with um, came up with a simple reframe. So sometimes I like to think like, it, it, that's what it is. It's just, it's just a syndrome, just like IBS, right? It's a syndrome. It's not a illness. It's not this chronic condition that you have to live with forever. It's just a little syndrome. And mm -hmm. this reframing was really helpful for me. It was improvising success mm -hmm. rather than feeling like an imposter because I maybe should know more or should be farther along, or I should be this way or should be that way. I've also loved the saying, stop shooting on yourself, <laughs> but instead say, I'm just improvising success and improvising is really when we are kind of in the moment, just trying to find our way step by mm -hmm. step. Right. So I think when it comes to intuition and bringing this kind of back around, I think it is continually touching base with your body and not mm -hmm. neglecting that. So mm -hmm. what that means is taking the time to actually slow down. We live in such a hustle bustle world. And I think that imposter syndrome is often fueled by the need to do more. And we often put hustle and um, work, hard work up on a pedestal right? So kind of taking the time to slow down. This is literally physically going to like benefit your gut health as well to get you in a, in a healthier space. But also I think this is when you can feel into your body more and you can take the time to then work through why am I feeling this way? So if you close your eyes for a second and you hear that word imposter syndrome, 
and you see how it feels in your body, in your gut especially, right? Kind of breathe into that. Does it feel really heavy? Does it feel really tight? Is it tingly? Is it, what are the sensations there? And then again, kind of start to put pen to paper. I am a big advocate for journaling. Or if you're the kind of person, I like to journal, but if you're also like me and you have a lot of like excited energy, get your body out, move, go for a walk and just see what comes up for you as you work through these sensations and feelings. And I do think this mind-body connection, feeling into those sensations will then kind of help you rationalize it in your brain. You know, it's the jits that's coming in and we're dancing on the jits. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. that ladies and gents you are taking notes as well because trish came in this evening you know she took time of her schedule to be here with us to educate us on the things that we need to know for ourselves and you know not just for ourselves but you know for you to educate your family members your best friends you know people around you your children because we need to educate to educate so whatever we learn for ourselves we're not holding learning it to hold into it we are learning to help other people and that's what a great journey is about it's a process of learning and learning is done when we are able to share. Remember, we always say to kids, sharing is caring. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. We are bringing you to learn these things so you can go to and teach other people. So we are in a learning process that is also an educate, you know, education process as well. Seems like I'm losing my words out here, but anyway, <laughs> we are good. <laughs> we are good. Um, so we want you to Go in the process, like Trish said, of journaling, you know, write down your thoughts when they are coming in, write down the feelings that you are feeling in your body, how your gut, that, that, that butterfly effect that you're feeling or the, the hot and cold feelings that you're having. And sometimes, you know, it's so empowering your entire being that you ask yourself, what the heck is going on with my body? Yeah. What the heck is going on with myself? I'm not myself right now. Well, when you are not right yourself, there is something that your body is teaching you, but mainly your intuition is teaching you. And we have yeah. to learn to listen to that inner thought. You know, yep. it's not just the thought in the brain, but it's the thought in the gut, whatever it's yes. telling us to do. And we need to listen and do. Trish, help us here. Anything additional you want to add to that? Yeah, I think you, you jogged something in my brain that reminds me that I, I do think intuition tends to be more of that quiet voice. Whereas mm -hmm. if you get those like loud screaming, like, oh my gosh, I just don't know if I can do this or oh, like kind of like that impulsive nature, that is usually our brain out of fear, trying to force us one way or the other based on past experiences, based mm -hmm. on assumptions, based on what we've seen. So if that voice, the things when you're trying to rationalize your gut feelings, I call them gut wisdom, are really loud, you're likely stuck in your brain. 
So that yeah. usually means, again, I, I like to think like you had um, explained, we have these kind of three centers, the brain, the heart, and the gut. And I think the gut is the most body centered, right? Our heart is more of our spiritual center and our brain is the very logical brain, right? Mm -hmm, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I do think that moving your body is really fantastic if you're someone who practices yoga, any sort of deep breathing, movement can be really helpful if you just need to kind of get out of your head sometimes that's when our intuition can speak to us most if we're getting wrapped up in this and i'm saying this all from experience <laughs> because although i i like to i love to learn about intuition and i'm an advocate for it i still am someone who gets caught up in my brain we all mm -hmm. are especially mm -hmm. if you're a businesswoman especially if you have experienced imposter syndrome for whatever reason it's very much the brain trying to keep yes. us safe so whatever you can do, good conversation with friends, listening to music, anything artistic that gets you out of the brain, you'll more likely to tap into this intuition in your body. Mm -hmm. mm. That is so true. And I'm hearing you saying that it is a blessing in disguise because you know, we, we, we need to pay attention to that inner voice. We need to pay attention to the difference between those thoughts, you know, the ones that's coming from the gut, the ones that's coming from the heart, the ones that's coming from our head. And the, oftentimes the ones that's coming from our gut usually guides us to the direction that we call the right direction most of the time. You know, whenever we have the gut feeling to do something, it's because it's supposed to be done. But our head, like you said, will come in and tell us, hmm, are you sure, Trish, you can do that? Should you go ahead? Are you able to afford it? Or no. the heart says, girl, you know how much I love you. I've been with you for so long. <laughs> I don't want you to let go. And so mm -hmm. I love that you use the, you, you said it and we need to learn to get out of our head. Yeah. I love that you said Absolutely. that. We have to get out of our head and listen to our gut feelings, our intuition, because when it speaks to us, oftentimes it is something true that does happen. You yeah. know, if you are feeling, you know, a little not yourself and you had to go outside, and your gut is telling you, you know, it's, it's it's like pulling you back to stay indoor more and saying, you know, I don't think you should go out right now. Listen to it because mm -hmm. it's preventing you from something, you know, to maybe something that could have happened, yeah. you know? And a lot of times when we finally see it, we go, oh my gosh. Ah. <laughs> it is so much easier to see these things in retrospect or in hindsight mm -hmm. and i guess just use that as proof right mm -hmm. like if you're listening or now i'd love for you to think of a time in your life when this has happened for you where you're like oh yes i do remember looking back in hindsight at least yeah i had that intuitive gut feeling the butterflies the drop in the stomach that drive to go and it did kind of guide me in the right way so there is evidence likely that this has happened for you but kind of no it's totally normal for in the moment it to maybe feel wrong or really scary or just unsure because your brain is going to load up those feelings right and those thoughts so it's totally normal but if you can identify those other times in your life it can be an encouragement to kind of practice this more and um, seek that wisdom from your gut yes yes the gut wisdom mm so much so much we need to listen to it so ladies and gents this evening you had the opportunity to listen from the gut specialist okay <laughs> 
she came in and she really helped us understand how important it is to listen to it, to listen to our sensation, to listen to our bodies, to listen to our inner thoughts. And when it comes in in that intuitive style, we have to allow it to come in and not push it away. We have the tendency of fighting that intuition instead of fighting your intuition, be okay with it. Allow yourself to assure yourself that it's because it's something good. It's for the greater good when you have a feeling to not do something that may not serve you or take a, face your fears regardless of whatever situations that happens or take a risk that you've never taken before. Allow yourself to breathe the air when the gut is telling you, hey, you should put your take off your sandals and go for a walk barefoot. Do that because you're gonna experience something that you've never felt before. So therefore it is essential. I, to me, I'm telling you, it is imperative that you go into that and understanding just so as you're working on yourself, you get to see your best part of you and it allows you to see how important personal development is about because you're going to start understanding why you need to exercise why you need to eat right why you need to sleep why you need to journal why you need to talk and have conversation with people it's going to open so many doors for you because once you start listening to your in that, that gut feeling trust and believe you are creating the right path for yourself and it's called the path for success i mean i don't know what else i could say on that but ching ching like you said so, you know, job, that, we're giving it right yeah that's why trish and i we are telling you right now this evening and that's what the conversation is about and i'm loving it so if i'm loving it i'm pretty sure you two you are enjoying it where you are and i want you to continue taking those notes as you know you get this opportunity because you know the next time you get to talk to trish you're gonna have to hire her and I need you to hire her, you know, and work with her because she's going to oh, help you understand your gut. When I help you with your confidence, she is going to help you with your understanding how important your gut is. So Trish, two tips that you have that you would like to drop on us before we end this. Evening. Yes. Two tips. Tip number one is going to help with both this physical part of your gut health, but also this more intuitive part of your gut health. And it's mindful eating. So practice a mindful meal. And what I mean by this is slow down and actually enjoy your food. See if you can chew each bite of food 20 to 30 times, not three to five, wolfing it down 20 to 30 times. Put your fork or utensil down, take a deep breath, eat sensually. And what I mean by that is just with your senses, taste it, smell it, notice your environment, express gratitude. What's going to happen here is you're practicing mindfulness. A lot of times when I work with my clients, they're like, I just want to focus on nutrition and food. And I don't have time for stress management and being mindful. And it's like, you're going to eat every day anyway, do it during your meals. And you're also really going to tap into your parasympathetic nervous system again that's our rest and digest response this prevents bloating and gas and a lot of digestive discomfort because your body is actually going to be able to assimilate your nutrients and digest it much better than when you're eating fast and on the go and when you're eating stressed out 
but you're also going to be able to tap into this intuition. It's a little bit of time with yourself. You're really nourishing yourself. If you can do this, even when you're not distracted by electronics or work and you can really just carve out time separately for your meal, that is fantastic. In the very least, see how many times you can chew that bite of food and if you can slow down, that'd be a perfect way to start mindful eating. That's my first tip. Mm. <laughs> Mm. mindful eating everyone mindful chewing eating. it take time to really enjoy every part of what you chew before you swallow it yes exactly <laughs> exactly the next tip is to kind of start to practice intuitive eating or it's kind of just a snippet of wisdom and what i mean by this is when it comes to gut health or weight loss or anything a lot of times we think we have to follow a specific diet like is it keto is it paleo do i have to go gluten-free and it's very stressful and having stress around food and too many rules can sometimes be more harmful for your gut and your mental health so just see what foods start to feel good for you. And if you need help with this, this is where I could also really help. Because I think that a lot of times we restrict foods when we don't need to, or we just go on a free for all and we're not actually respecting what our body needs and doesn't need. So see what foods fuel you and energize you. If you ate like an amazing smoothie or you ate plant-based or you ate meat and it you felt better, like take note of that and start writing down the foods that help you feel good and writing down the foods that you feel a little bit more sluggish. Again, this is really going to help you optimize your gut health so much. And it's starting to be intuitive listening to your body and what it actually needs. So that's why I think that's a great practice. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed that. So practice the eating, mindfulness eating. So as you chew, chew the food. Don't just chew in a rapid mode. Don't chew it because you are, you know, you have to get out or you have something to do. Take your time, you know, allow yourself to chew and with a rest, rested mind. So as you're resting, your mind is resting, you are chewing and you're enjoying it because you have to give that time to enjoy that sensation, you know, through your tongue, you know, the taste and everything and smelling and everything that comes in. So allow yourself to do that and of course practice it. So mindfulness practice is essential. And of course, we want you to see yourself as you start doing that to understand how essential it is because it allows you to grow yourselves as well because you get to know part of you you get to understand who you are because when we chew our food and we take time actually we could look at ourselves chewing the food you know <laughs> people don't like looking at themselves in the mirror i know i used to be there and i always talk about that and it it needed to be a practice and we need to do that so if it's for you to look at yourself while you are chewing your food I mean, go ahead and do that because it's allowing you to connect with your senses and it yeah. also allow you to listen to your inner thoughts, your gut feelings. Oh my goodness. So Trish, yeah. if somebody wants to work with you or connect with you, where can they find you? Absolutely. You can visit my website. It's healthcoachingbytrish.com. You can see my blog there. You can see a little bit about my one-on-one -on -one coaching services there, which are all private and confidential. I have three pillars in my coaching business and that's mind, body, and wellness. So working on the mindset, the stress, the intuition, the bodies, the nutrition, the movement, and then wellness is all the other things in life that just make this sustainable so you can stick with it. 
And if you just want to connect with me on social, I am at Feel Good Gut Girl on Instagram. That's the same thing for TikTok and Clubhouse as well. I'm a newbie there, though. I use Instagram the most. Um, I have a Feel Good Gut Facebook group if you want to join my private group and get lots more wisdom and trainings. I'm Health Coaching by Trish is my Facebook page. And then lastly, I'll just put a little plug in for my podcast. It's called mm -hmm. Ice Cream, You Cream and I co-host it with my friend, Alex. I am the lactose intolerant health coach and he is the regular guy who loves ice cream. And we chat about health topics from both of our perspectives. And it's, it's informative, but it's also a little bit of fun. We joke a little, mm. a little bit. Wonderful. Mm. Thank you so much. We really enjoyed listening to you and learning from you um, as well. And these information and, you know, oftentimes, and I always remind people, I this platform is where we learn about the pillars and i as a confidence and leadership coach my four pillars are health wealth relationship and personal development so i come in really hard on that because as you build your confidence you need to build your confidence in all those pillars and all yeah. those four areas and we need to understand when we're working on the mindset especially for the personal development how important it is because it's allowing us to really center ourselves from removing those negative thoughts and allowing ourselves to you know connect to positivity the things that we do the things we used to do how did they work with us were they serve us or did not serve us so we can dive into the ones that are serving us now and being able to see the differences not chase the negativity right away because it takes a process but it's just understand how it works and that's why the gut is essential for us to learn about because when you get into developing your confidence and building your self-esteem that's where you're gonna go into understanding why your gut is essential so on that we want to say thank you again for those of you who are listening and for actually allowing yourself to learn those things from trish this evening and you know she already tell you where you can um, connect with her so reach out to her connect with her and if you're on a clubhouse hey come hang out with us because we'll be having some great conversation at the corner so when she comes in at the corner be there so you could have great conversation and actually ask her question in person that's the benefit of clubhouse is because mm -hmm. we get to speak to you right on and people get to ask you the questions that they have for themselves so on that trish that was unleashed unapologetically good night good afternoon good day everyone Bye.